Sorry about that. Nope, I'm sorry about that. So we experienced a little bit of technical difficulties, folks. So you probably won't catch it on the episode, but uh, yeah, that's what we're dealing <laughs> with. Um, it's funny, my internet is called, it's actually named the Razor Crest. So uh, the Razor Crest just exploded, guys. So sorry about that. <laughs> if a million wives all cried out in horror. Hug you, McGregor. Love that. Welcome to the Canon Cantina, presented by the Geek Out Show Network. You want to buy any death sticks? <laughs> We're getting everybody's favorite crackhead, Good Fortuna. Disappointing looks all around for my wife. Let's talk Star Wars. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Canon Cantina for your bi-monthly trip around the Twin Suns. I'm your host, Jay Rue. And with me, as always, is my trusty co-pilot, the one, the only, Heath. What's up, dude? Oh, not much. Not much, man. Sitting here holding baby Seamus and just realized that, oh, so fitly, he's wearing his Star Wars onesie. Yeah. Got no, some... that's, uh, it's perfect, man. It's it's great to see him in that. Um, yeah. So we're back again, 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 again. I know we say it every time we record, but, uh. <laughs> You know, your two favorite middle management dads in Star Wars. We we're busy, you know, just plain and simple. So we get to it when we can and and we're gonna we're gonna let it rip, man. We're gonna we're gonna try and bring it back. You know, we got Andor around the corner, really excited oh, yeah. about that. Um, tons of new stuff coming out. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and give it a shot, man. Um Heath, I know we kind of talked offline a little bit, but what you been up to, man? I know everyone's keeping up with you on uh, what did I order, which is one of my favorite podcasts. But what's uh, what else you been up to? Um, besides the crazy shenanigans going on, uh, just dadding it up. We're getting ready for uh, fall soccer, and um, you know we're getting really excited here. It's almost been six months with baby Seamus. If you can't hear him, we're about to start solid food with him. You know he's been oh, nice. strictly strictly liquid diet, but he's about to try his. Uh, First hard food on here in a few days. So and, nice. Um, he's gonna pop out a tooth, and he's gonna be, you know, nothing but red meat from here on out, right? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> well, the thing that he has reached for the most uh, this past Sunday, we uh, pulled our gym member, our Jew, our zoo membership. I'm trying to somehow mix gym and zoo into the same word. But our zoo membership. I got it. <laughs> went over to the zoo and then left there as it was warming up and got tacos and I was holding him while we were sitting there eating it's a great restaurant called Don Juan's and I mean that's the thing that he has gone for the most Look, he's even getting irritated that I'm sitting here talking about tacos from Don Juan's he was wanting to try them so bad he's a man after my own heart so what kind of tacos anything in particular or he just he just knows the tacos where it's at um I got chicken um and steak over there okay they they've got um it's funny we've got three don juans in our area one and they're all relatively close but one specializes in seafood one's more traditional and one is more tex-mex so we don't really go to the tex-mex one but the seafood and the original you know mexican style food is where we go that's pretty funny so are they all the same chain or are they all three different don juans they're all three by the same owner but um huh. And the weird thing about it is, like, they're all within two miles of each other. But, um, you know, he's got a passion. From my understanding, the owner has a passion. He's like, I, he's like, Tex-Mex sells really well, so I have that in the more popular area, which is right off the square next to our courthouse in our downtown area. 
the seafood, um, you know, he's from the coast, so he's obviously got a passion for seafood. And then, you know, just his traditional, and I think it's like his his older brother that runs that one. And like, uh, he mainly is in charge of the seafood. That's pretty neat, man. That's a way to do it. That way you can just kind of do whatever you want at three different locations. It's <laughs> pretty cool, yeah. man. And all this talking about tacos is getting me pretty hungry. So we're going to move away from that for a second. <laughs> um, as for me, man, I, you know, same old, same old. Uh, I've been on a few Geek Out show episodes, a lot of the Mythic Legion stuff, prepping for Legion's Con. Um, you know, just, just doing the dad and the work thing, man. It's, it's just day in, day out, it feels like. Uh, but, you know, you hit me up like, hey, let's get the band back together. So I'm, uh, I'm excited to be here, man, and, and take another crack at it, man. So this is the fifth or sixth time we've reopened Canning Cantina? You know, the funny thing about it is, while the podcast isn't always going, it feels like there's at least you know, a dozen messages back and forth between me and you every week about Star Wars. I mean, we're all, we're constantly in this. We're just not always recording for other people's amusement. Been in this fight since I was six years old. You know, we've had, <laughs> we have these conversations every day, like you said, and uh, man, we just wanted to put pen to paper again, so... Um, we're, we're going with this, you know, non-script, no agenda style. We know we're going to keep that up and sounds like I'm already putting baby Seamus to sleep there. <laughs> oh, he's, he's like a really bad napper. So he just kind of comes and goes out of it. But, um, yeah, he, he does his thing. That's cool, man. Um, cool. So, uh, Heath, I know it's been a long time since we recorded, uh, what's what's on your radar now like what you know you picked up any figures lately any comic books like what is what is your star wars focus at the moment i mean right now the focus is indoor uh i can't wait for that to get rolling uh, uh it looks so good man i know i mean it's it looks like it's just going to be straight up depressing and the struggle getting the rebellion going I, i'm it's not like um, Rogue One was the um, my favorite, but it really showed what the rebellion was. It's like from yeah. the original trilogy, we get like the highlights, you know, the big victories. This, you know, Rogue One was the sacrifice, and I think we're gonna see a lot of that indoor. Um, I I'm still watching random episodes of Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, great, great series. And... I haven't revisited that one, man. My, you know, I'm also anticipating Andor a lot. It, it looks great, and it it looks like a return to form for Star Wars a little bit. You mm -hmm. know, we um, I wouldn't say the limitations of the volume because that's it's quite the opposite. You actually it's opening up things for you, but this the scope of this one feels more, you know, again like a return to form. Uh, practical effects, location based settings. Um, it just seems bigger, right? That was one thing. The only gripe I had with Obi-Wan is it felt small. It, it felt like it was in the volume, right? Like it looked like you yes. couldn't see past, you know, what was right in front of you. Um, and, and Andor seems like quite the opposite. So I'm, I'm really, really excited for that one, man. Oh, yeah. Um, and I... I haven't thought about it, but you're, I think you're 100% right. I think that the time they recorded Kenobi really did limit the scope of it. You don't feel like it, or I don't. Put, I personally didn't feel like it in the moment, but you saying that, it's like the biggest set that we had on picture was all green screen with the mm -hmm. final showdown. That was probably the largest area that was open. 
Yeah, I, which Ewan McGregor has no, you know, is no stranger to that, right? He filmed three feature length films <laughs> about it. So yeah, um, or with it rather. <clears throat> yeah, that's crazy. I hadn't thought about that one. Oh, here's a question for you. I think I'm, I'm a little bit bigger of a fan of it, but I know we both enjoyed it. What are you thinking about, like, all the uh, random speculation on the actual release date for season two of uh, Bad Batch? Um, I, I don't. <laughs> I think that's my short answer. I don't <laughs> think about it. Uh, it you know, I, I've said this time and time again. I'm uh, Give it to me when you when you want to give it to me. I'll be there. I, I, Yeah, you know, we like to sit here and speculate and anticipate and um disney plus is putting out a lot of content so i think there's a lot of scheduling you know they're, they're trying to figure out mm -hmm. so what are we looking at for release um nothing there was never actually a date i think it was originally supposed to be for into summer then there was speculation was pushed to fall then it was now it's just coming soon i i'm okay with that yeah, it's just one of the things I think it was kind of funny that like they were anticipating recording or releasing both at this, you know, around the same time. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, whatever. Give it to me. Um, you've been reading any of the comics lately? Um the only way I've been watching the show or rewatching Kenobi is with, you know, the firstborn. I like I haven't had time to sit down and read anything. Yeah, I know the feeling, man. My it's it's, it's go 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 here. I've read a little yeah. bit. Um, nothing that's like you know. And I brought this up on the Geek Out show. It's a lot of filler stuff right now. Um, we are we did get the announcement of the third part of Crimson Rain, the Kira story. I forget what it's actually called, Crimson Dawn. something or yeah. No. You know, we're the we're the best Star Wars news podcast, so you know we're always going to come correct with all the facts and all the correct names and release dates and all that shit so yeah it's um I, I don't know how to explain it like certain things are like i can remember situations and i can remember lines but names and titles i'm absolutely horrible with that's one of the great things about me working in the industry that yeah. i'm in most of the people that walk up to me have their shirt or their names on their shirt. So I get the <laughs> pleasure of being like, Oh, how you doing, Colin? Good to see you, partner. Yeah. And with me, it's like my, the same customers I have, I talk to once a week for the last five years. So, you know, I, I get to know their first name, last name and where they're from. Um, let's talk about figures, man. You know, that's how we started. That's how we, you know, that's how we got together. How, what's, uh, what you, what you got lately? Uh, so you were awesome enough to send me a Royal Guard, or not Royal Guard, but a Imperial uh, Guard droid, and that is yeah. awesome. That's a cool and, figure, dude. Uh, um, and that was only, you know, Heath, I'm going to let you in on a little inside baseball, man. I, I accidentally pre-ordered like six of them from three or four different places. So I was like, I, I don't need this many. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send Heath one. I know he'd appreciate it. Uh, have you got to mess with it yet? It's actually really cool. I have gotten it out, but really haven't messed with it too much. It's standing on the shelf right now. And then um, Tuesday night, uh, Mr. Obi-Wan, the wonder, uh, Wandering Jedi, came in. And I haven't even, like, I put it on my desk, and I have not opened it yet. 
Yep. Same here. I just, it actually got delivered to my old house and she sent me a text. She's like, Hey, I'm sorry. I, I opened this package that, you know, there's a toy in it. I figured it's for one of your kids. I'm like, <laughs> Oh yeah, it is. I probably should come by and get it. <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't got to mess with it. Dude. I have a backlog of figures to open. That is absolutely insane. Um, um I don't think I've opened a, I've probably opened two figures since I have got in this house, you know, three months ago. Yeah. Um, the last figure that I like just had to snap into, I'd made a little post about this and I think I talked about it on what I ordered, but like, um, that renew your vows pack. Like I just mm. had to make sure that I had good paint apps because that's always an issue with, you know, Spider-Man action yeah. figures for me. Yeah. You gotta check those apps. And there's so many web lines and all that mm -hmm. stuff you, you pretty much have to yeah um and as far as star wars figures i picked up a couple of vintage collection uh they don't really call these gaming greats but they are from gaming you know uh one is the force unleashed stormtrooper commando one's a heavy assault stormtrooper um just kind of keeping the streak alive even though every time i record one of these i go you know what i think i'm gonna get out of the vintage collection i'm, I'm kind of done with the vintage collection never gonna happen people you know I've, I've come to terms with that um my new little like i've really been into these lately the, the micro squadron um mm -hmm. the ships i've gotten two of them so far i've got boba fett starship you know the slave one and it's mm -hmm. cool it's got the two little you know, I don't know if you can see that, but it's got two little, uh, you know, there's a little Boba Fett yeah. and a little Fennec Shand in there. Um, and then I got the Red 5 X-Wing. Um, they're cool, man. You know, just for like five bucks, ten bucks, just to scratch the itch. Um, yeah. I'm definitely not going completist on this. It, you know, just a couple of the ships I like um, mm -hmm. so that I don't want a huge one of. So, like, I'll probably skip the Razor Crest. But I, like I think I'd like to get the Millennium Falcon, right? Like I don't need a huge Millennium Falcon or anything like that. And for thirty bucks or whatever, it's totally worth it. Yeah, I was actually just about to say I think that that might be Millennium Falcon, and I possibly might want to pick up next wing. Just you know, it's not a big collection thing for me, but I can't space out other things. So yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking as well. Yeah, I don't need a six-inch scale X-wing or even a vintage collection X-wing. Like I, my Razor Crest is sitting right there. Poor thing, you know. Uh, you guys heard me for a, over a year talk about how important it was to me, and I hadn't even opened it. It's in a goddamn box over here to the right of me. So it's goddamn being a collector, man. It's it's one of those things. Where I've really cooled off of it, you know. I say that I still get a lot of stuff, but I've cooled off a lot. Like it, I don't need everything right away. Mm -hmm. um, what about uh, you? You know, and it's been a while since we've talked collecting and stuff like that. Like I, I'm kind of curious because everyone's collections and collecting habits evolve, and mm -hmm. and I'm I'm in that next stage of collection 3.0, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I mean, I've just, you know, I told myself when I got started, you're not buying everything. Um, it's stuff that you want. Um, I've sold off things as I kind of like fell out of mm -hmm. love with it, and I've started getting more into defendives. The one thing that never seems to decrease is Captain America and Star Wars. Those two just constantly keep going. Staples. Staples. Mm -hmm. um, but I've almost exclusively gotten out of X-Men just because... Mm -hmm. Um, 
I love the X-Men, but my love for the X-Men just goes back to the 90s cartoon, and, like, it's so hard to kind of keep up with, like, you might only get this one character, but it's a shell-shaded line, and I'm, like, nothing else I have is shell-shaded, so I'm going to have to wait for that. I was like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm out of X-Men, so it's just Avengers, and, um, you know, I've got my whole Mighty Morphin Power Ranger team, so that's that's done. Um, yeah, it's I've always been picky, but... The things that I'm kind of waiting for now are more like weird specialty things. Like I've pre-ordered the Lemmy Killmeister from Super Seven, that's not due out until next year. Um, Stuff so you never just, thought you'd get. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I'm a big Action Force fan, but I've got two from their next wave that I'm expecting here in a couple of months. Nothing's really just important to me. Uh, we've talked about before, and I'll say it again, the the line that I'm anticipating the most still is Black Series, where I don't yeah. get everything. Yeah. Um, uh, season 7, Clone Wars, Darth Maul look is coming in no time. I, I'm, that's my next big anticipated figure. We've had some really good waves coming out lately, man. Um, and it's one of those things where, like, I... I... I've kind of just been picking and choosing. I haven't, I haven't been getting everything. I haven't been on a hunt for it. I don't go to retail anymore. Um, you know, unless I'm already there, mm -hmm. I don't go out of my way to get those things. It's just, um, my collecting habits have changed totally. Um, yes. but yeah, but black series and, and vintage collection, I just can't get away from them. I don't, mm -hmm. you know, it's my two favorite lines by far. I, we've said it before. We'll say it again. Um, I don't collect everything out of Black Series, but for the price point, at mass retail Black Series is the best action figure line going. That um, maybe for twenty seven or you know twenty seven dollars after tax. You know, depending on where you're going, you know the little bit of markup you've got, um, the amount of original sculpts, mm -hmm. detailing. Um, it, it's not import figure price. Don't expect it, but I mean. My wife opened up this box and she's like, "Oh!" Before even reading the package, she's like, "What Obi Wan Kenobi is this?" She knows who that that is. It's not yeah. like a weird. So the I'm likenesses are great, and I and that's something else we probably should touch on is um, pricing. Like you know, or or inflation is real here in the states, and yeah. um, whether you want to want to talk politics about it or not, I mean, it's a very real thing, and. The, the price of action figures have gone up um, and not just a little bit. They've gone up significantly, you know, where we were buying these things for $18 at Walmart now 25 before mm -hmm. tax. So, I yeah. mean, that's, that's a significant amount of money, um, you know, a 20% increase or so. Mm -hmm. That's something you got, we got to talk about. We got to talk about how budgeting plays a factor. Cause we're not all, we're not all made of money. You know, my, my action figure budget is exactly that. It's a budget. Right. Yes. Like I budget pretty well, I think. Um, and, and you just got to take that into consideration. And mm -hmm. and like you said, biggest bang for your buck is probably the Black Series, in, in my my opinion, which typically won't get you even a cup of coffee. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I'm biased. Um, like I said, um, they don't touch imports. Like right now, my purchase of the year as far as Star Wars go is still the SH figure art Mando, but that was a higher price point and rightfully so I'm, I'm getting what I pay for there. But for, you know, my 25 plus tax, this right here beats, I would say all but one of my Marvel legend purchases this year. Mm -hmm. 
and that is you know a, a higher price point Captain America. Yeah. That can't. I mean, that's the only Marvel Legend that stands close to anything I've gotten from the Black Series this year. For sure. And and I'm going to go back a little bit about budgeting and stuff. I made my one and only budgeting mistake of the year. So um, in July 2021, I pre-ordered the Boba Fett repainted armor with the throne from Hot Toys. Mm -hmm. And I thought I set up a payment plan. I typically on those high dollar items, if they offer me, if I can spend somebody else's money at 0% interest, you bet your ass I'm going to. So, um, but I got a notification last night. They're like, oh, your full amount's going to be charged and uh, we'll ship it out, let you know, in a week or two. And I'm like, wait a minute. I know I did a payment plan and I went back and I didn't do a payment plan. So luckily, obviously, I could afford it, but my budgeting for the month right out the window. Sorry, September. Well, just a second. I thought you had already blown this month last week. Yeah, typically. What was last week? What did it remind me? What did I buy last week? Uh, your combatants and mythic legions. Oh yeah, so <laughs> dude, okay, so let's talk about that. Yeah, that's not even including the two other things I wasn't I wasn't prepared for. Um, mythic legions all stars five. Yeah, we had a lot of time to notice for that, so paid for that. The day I paid for that, I got a uh, balance notice for my my combatants, the gladiators, you know, the the women's wave. Another, I'm not gonna say how I'm not gonna say it out loud how much these <laughs> these cost, but this is a significant amount of money we're talking about here for these three items, like uh, you know, a mortgage payment, and um, yeah, dude. So if, now that you're saying that, October might be out the window too. So uh, I may not be getting any toys for a while. Um. Yeah, I. Uh, Thanks for reminding was, me, Heath. I totally had blacked those out of my mind. Well, I was thinking it was like a mental block, but yeah, uh, that's exactly what it is. No, I. You know, it's picking and choosing, and I, I haven't been out to retail. Things haven't shipped, so I've actually way under budget here lately. Um, but that doesn't mean much of anything right now, because um, I think I've got like. Or things getting ready to ship in October or November from Dorkside over at the, like I said, uh, Valiverse uh, Action Force stuff. And I'm getting really worried some of my Cayman Riders might be going out in December versus the initial January. Man, it's, um, I'm starting to notice this year more than any other year, especially because I've been pre-ordering the last two, you know, two years significantly more than I ever did. Um that these shipping notices and these balance, you know, pay off your balance requests are all happening right at the end of these quarters. Um, you know, right in that third month, it's always the same all year long. I've, it's surely it's no coincidence, but you know, I feel like the first two months of the quarter dry, dry as a bone. You're not getting anything, maybe a figure here, there, but that last month it is everything all at once right in your face maybe that's just the way i i collect and pre-order but that's what i'm noticing so you know i've never thought about that one uh with any any line now that you think about that but as you said this year has been really bad about that one because i know that the um ghost version of meow schools from the fortnite wave wasn't due out until october but it hit and started getting charged out you know 
just a few weeks ago and it's like majorly hitting Walmarts now. Yeah. So I, I'm wondering if Hasbro, possibly even Mattel is like really driving this up to try to make up quarters. Yeah, man, it's just budgeting now is more important than ever before. Um, oh, yes. It, it just really is. And being under budget like you have is, is good because you can at the end of the year, which something I wanted to bring up next, you start seeing these big you know uh big items again um mm-hmm. i am pretty sure we're gonna have another has star wars has lab before the end of the year mm-hmm. now um, what do you think about that you think you do you, you agree we're probably gonna have one i mean i'm i'm interested to see if it does happen but Haslab has not gone well for Star Wars over the last, you know. Not for Black Series. For Vintage Collection, always a home run. The two they've had, uh, home run. The Barge didn't make it until that last That's week. That's true. And it, it got a little dicey there. Um, I mean, obviously, the Razor Crest was just out of this world. I mean, yeah. it's it's possibly the best ship of the last 20 years to be introduced. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, come on. Revy's lightsaber, that was that was a hard one. Yeah, and, and Black Series had two failed ones, and and to me it's just like even with the Rancor, it was just like very underprepared. I even think with Reva's lightsaber, it was like like oh hey, we're we're supposed to turn in a, a Haslab. Um, well, we have got this lightsaber. Let's just let's throw that out there. You know, yeah. No unlockable tiers. No nothing. Like they even said that up front that there's nothing to unlock. You're gonna get a stand and a lightsaber. So. So, with that being said, what do you want to see out of a Star Wars HasLab? Let's go Vintage Collection first. All right, Vintage Collection. Mm. Vintage Collection. I don't know. Vintage Collection's hard. I would say possibly... Um, Let's get a little wild with it. Let's do the ship from... Uh, Jedi Fallen Order. I love that ship. Okay. I, a game honestly, is great. I can't even think of the name of that ship right now. Yeah, neither can I. But, uh, you know, let's get gaming rates going, you know, put into the TVCC or TVC. I think that the, that would be a good one. I mean, that'd be a pretty big ship. Uh, the Mantis. The, the Mantis. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Or, you know, we can even get the Ghost. Wait, ghost would be have... cool too, and we don't even have any ghost crew in vintage collection, so you could easily go boom, here's your tiers five tiers, six tiers, or you know, yeah. it's going to come with Hera and Chopper, but here's your other tiers is the rest of it. Oh, that thing would be funded overnight, guaranteed. Yep, I mean, the ghost crew is beloved at this point in time, so yeah, yeah. and I would be hard pressed not to buy two of them, you know, that way I could have one in box and one card it, you know. Mm-hmm. Keep all, all my figures on card like I like to do with the vintage collection. Yep. So that's a good one. That's a good one. I like Ghost better than I like Mantis, even though I, I really do like the Mantis. The Ghost has a better crew to it with a lot more like history to it at this yeah. point in time. What we got five seasons. Yeah. Or was it four? I can't remember. Um the five Mantis I just thought was cool. Yeah. No, that that would be great and, and funded overnight. So for vintage collection, I'm probably gonna go. Let's go with a ship also. Um, I would like to see I would like to see the uh, N1 Starfighter from from Mandalorian. Yes. Yeah, that's what I, I want to see. 
the only thing about that one at Vintage Collection, I almost feel like that could just be put into retail. That's smaller than absolutely. It, it could, it could, but, or even just a Hasbro Pulse exclusive, like they did with Jabba's uh, or Bib Fortuna's throne room. Which mm -hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and admit here, I, I didn't buy it. I, I I don't even know if it's still up. I know I talked a lot of game, like I was gonna buy it. I just I couldn't justify it. Three hundred bucks for essentially a, a dollhouse with a bunch of bottles and and pieces of food and stuff you know i just couldn't i couldn't do it yeah I, hey i completely understand you know space is an issue yeah i mean oh just like star wars is getting really tight over here yeah yeah i'm i'm, I'm it's getting there so let's move to black series what would you want to see in black series haslab now remember haslab has failed time and time again for the has for uh star wars so okay so if this is going to go half lap, we need the next season to be out. We need to see some love for this. But my pick for a Black Series has lab. Have to be the Havoc Marauder. Nice. You know, if that thing would be with, huge. Yes. Huge. It, it won't scale well with anything. It, it should be done in um, the, the Vintage Collection. But do we have any members of um, the Bad Batch in the Vintage Collection yet? No, not yet. We've got Bad Batch figures, but they're all just repainted Stormtroopers. Clones, yeah, exactly. Or, yeah, clone troopers. So, so you're saying for Black Series, that's your, the Havoc Marauder. That would be huge. I kind of like that better as a Vintage Collection figure. Uh, yes, it would work. It would work better there. Like but that's if what you, you want. took. If you took. <laughs> Mando Starship, I think that would honestly work better in um, Black Series, and the Havoc Marauder would work better in TVCC. I agree but with I'm not, that. I'm not in the TVTC line, so yeah. I want to see I mean, it in I Black have, Series. <laughs> I have no clue where it would go. I mean, I'm yeah. assuming it'd be like a $500 ship, but yeah. yeah. Um, for me, I think I would like to see um, Jabba's Throne Room. Um, mm -hmm. It's been a while since we've gotten a Jabba. Which yeah. I regret passing up. There, there used to be this used entertainment store in New Mexico when I lived there. It's called Hastings, and they had, I mean, hundreds of these Job of the Huts for, at the time, forty, fifty bucks. And I was like, oh no, I'm not. I would never spend forty or fifty bucks on a Star Wars toy ever. Oh barf. And then now, you know, hundred, two hundred bucks to get one. Um, I'd like to see that. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of cool stuff you can do with that. And the and you got Return of the Jedi 30th coming up. Um, I think there's a big push for that. You know, maybe we can reintroduce the Rancor. I don't think, I think it's taboo. They won't touch it again. But, uh, you know, maybe that, start with the Rancor and Jabba could be a tier. Mm -hmm. Oh, that would be cool. See, my only thing is, I, I think that the Black Series has to stay away from Jabba's Rancor. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think if we see a Rancor again, there's a possibility that we see uh, Boba's Rancor. I like that. I'd like a book of Boba Fett Rancor. That would be cool. Yeah. You know, put a saddle on his back. He's a little smaller because he's you know a little or he's younger. Um, mm -hmm. You can justifiably make it different, but like give I mean, us a better Boba Fett too. I know you. That's might be your most hated figure of the year. I mean, the sculpt is great. It is great. Um, I cannot move it around without 
like things just falling off and i don't yeah. know if i just got a bad one or you know i've got you know a dud with certain uh, like the jet pack but yeah it, it irritates the living <laughs> did you get the um did you get the shf one that was just yeah. announced yep i got a pre-order in uh so guys be on the lookout probably selling that throne because i'm not sure if i've got a place for it but i i absolutely love this look uh, i know what i'm expecting out of the sh brand so i'm excited that that's going to be like your definitive book of boba fett boba fett hey you know i've told i told you and told you and told you i was not a fan of boba fett until season two of the mandalorian yeah. and this right here is definitely going to be representing my favorite look of him ever you, with that i'm glad you brought that up because you know i just i was saying that i got that shipping order for the hot toys but i like his book of boba fett look more i wish i would have waited for that yes i wanted the throne like i like i think one of these shelves is just going to be boba fett's throne with yeah. boba fett sitting on it i might even bite the bullet for a fennec shan to kind of like be leaning up on it mm -hmm. um but I like the book of Boba Fett look better. I think the color looks better. I like the legs. You know, he's not wearing his dress. And yeah. I like, you know, he's got the the scarring on his helmet, like across the eye. Mm -hmm. So I'm in a little bit of a dilemma there. I mean, I'm not going to buy another Boba Fett Hot Toys. Like, I would have to sell that one to get the other. I think I'm just going to have to accept it <laughs> at the end of the day. Okay, so I... I do not hate the uh, Mandalorian look of Boba yeah. Fett. Yeah, I think it works very well. I think with the story we got from the book of Boba Fett, m moving into that and explaining that look is awesome. It, that is, you know, directly from his time with the Tuscans. Mm -hmm. But he's changed that look for a little sticker, a little cleaner. I'm the ruler now. It, yeah. This isn't tribal. Clean to this, even though his oh. he doesn't. He still has his nicks and his knacks on his armor. Yeah, a little more uh, put together, not so, you know, uh, yeah. hodgepodge like we got in, in Mando. So that's yeah. that's something I'm going to have to work through. I think I'll be okay, though. Let's I think get you I... some safety pins, and we'll just pin the, the legs back so it doesn't look so loose on him. Exactly. Just the dress drives me crazy, man. I mean, I get it, but Boba Fett wears a dress, people. Yes, he does. Remember and... that. Your hero he wears a dress. <laughs> what else is on your radar, man? Um, <laughs> I sent you a pretty funny parody book. Did you ever get a chance to to read that, The Mangalorian? It's sitting right here on the shelf. I have not had a chance to open that one. We did read um, the first two issues of Fortnite, but that was uh, I was reading that out loud to nice. the firstborn. Just, yeah. You know, what do you think of it? He, he dug it, huh? I think it started getting into like the actual, you know, sci-fi elements of you know yeah. trying to find the orbs. He was kind of like, "Huh, I just want to see fighting." Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Less story, more more fighting. Um, <laughs> dude, that, I haven't even read that book. I got you. I just saw it at the Hive, and I was like, "This cover is, this has got Heath written all over it." It's, it is great. So for the for the audio listeners, it's a. It's a Mandalorian wearing like yellow armor, sleeveless yellow armor. So he's kind of like buff and he's holding a little Grogu, but it's George Lucas's face. Yes. Uh, maybe we'll use that as our show art. Maybe maybe we could use that as our show art. I thought we can make that work. Yeah. Um, that's cool, man. What uh? What else you got, man? Any any news? Any thoughts on Star Wars? You know, we're, we're trying to get the juices flowing again. We're getting the... the what was the shrimp? 
what was the shrimp liquor called? Oh. <laughs> spotchka? No, it's not spotchka, is it? I think it, it is, actually. Be. Yeah, yeah, shrimp liquor. Yeah, shrimp liquor. Shrimp on shrimp on the... Well, I typed in shrimp liquor, and there's legitimately a shrimp vodka. That is fucking disgusting. Well, you know, um, I don't think I've told everybody this, but I am allergic to shellfish, so yeah, that sounds awful. I love vodka. vodka. Oh, man, so you couldn't have any spotchka, huh? No, wouldn't be able to. I'd have to keep out of that, uh, that whole little restaurant they were in. Just stay I hate away. that for you, man. You couldn't go to the shrimp farm. I'm sure they'll be just fine without my presence. <laughs> um, but yeah, any, anything anything else on your radar right now? Uh, I mean, it's indoor right now. I mean, we just gotta get to it, get in there. Um, you know, the couple of the or, you know, Black Series figures they've released. I think those are all like sort exclusives from what we're seeing. Those look interesting. Lots um, of exclusives lately, man. Oh yeah, it's. I mean. You got to appease the masters, right? Yeah. Yeah, but, lots of exclusives, which typically I'll pre-order all those, man. But I, I, I just, I'm just not about it lately. Just, yeah. I mean, I still want them, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to, I don't know. My pre-order list is, is ridiculous. And if we sound a little jaded, I promise you we're not. We're still very much, still very much in this fight. Oh, I've been about Star Wars since I was seven years old. You know, know, uh, when I I list out, you know, the things in my life that I have loved for longer than I can remember. I mean, I'll I'll honestly say this, you know, me and the the account went on our first date when we were 16. And I've been infatuated with her since. But uh, you like what you like, man. I go, you know, you're a man of conviction. I appreciate that about you. Yeah. But um, (laughs) then it goes back to Star Wars, Captain America and heavy metal. Yeah, hell yeah. Those those have all been lifelong loves. Yeah, that's uh, that's great. I dude, I sent you this. I've been listening to. Let's go. Let's get. Let's talk music a little bit, man. We don't get to okay. do that here. This is more of a a, a Wadio thing. But I've been listening to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Not a new band at all. They've been mm-hmm. around for about ten years. They put out two albums a year that are long long albums they can get a little fishy you know what i mean they can get a little jammy um but yeah. they're they're all over the place as far as style and it, i've just been infatuated with them lately man dude i've been listening to them since you sent that to me up until yesterday morning and i'll tell you why i didn't listen to them yesterday morning but they are awesome and the contrast and sounds are is crazy i mean they yeah. are all over the place their jam stuff is awesome. I like the longer tracks. Um, I think it would be an excellent name for a Star Wars character slash book. I, now I want to see King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, a Star Wars trilogy. Well, I was about to say, like, if you told me this is what the uh, Nihil listened to, I'd be like, I, I get it. Yeah, totally. Maybe not some of their soft stuff, but their harder yeah, stuff for sure. Their harder stuff. Um, we got High Republic coming back next month too, so that'll be that'll be fun too. We got Phase Two of the High Republic, mm-hmm. which for some reason is two hundred years before the Phase One, so we're not getting the stories of Marquion Rowe and the characters we've learned to love over the last two years. Well, no, this makes perfect sense to me in Star Wars contents. True. We got. Six, seven, or we got seven. 
I know what you're four, trying to say. Five and six. One, two, three, seven, eight, nine. Yep. Yeah. So I it's, can count. The, it's the George Lucas, you know, method of storytelling. We're going to jump around. We're going to tell this story. Then we're going to jump back 100 years, tell this story, and then jump forward 200 years and tell this story. And that's what we're getting from the High Republic. But with that being said, very excited for it, especially. Um, and to be honest with you, I don't know the titles of the books. I, I know we get one next month, and that's kind of what's kicking it off. We get a couple of comic series, The Blade. I am so excited for The Blade. You know, if you've listened to this show, you know that's my favorite character, you know, um, out of the High Republic, The Blade of Bardona. Mm -hmm. uh, so very excited for that, man. I think it's just a little four-issue miniseries, but, but it, happy I mean. Well. The miniseries have been really good for the High Republic. I mean, um, what was um, what's her face's miniseries, The Monster of Temple Peak? That was fun. And like Monster of Temple Peak was really good. Um, also, Out of the Shadows, mm -hmm. the detective story from Marvel, that was a good one. But yeah, this Porter Engel book, I'm very excited for. How old is Porter Engel? I've. I um, I don't he's know. He's old in the first book. He's he's gonna be old, and if this is you know two hundred years prior to two hundred years prior to uh, the original High Republic series, I mean, he's got to be minimum that age, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, are we talking about like are we gonna get Padawan as young Jedi Master? I, I think I this is young Jedi Master. I think this is like. I mean, it's called the Blade. I would assume this is why he becomes known as the Blade. Ah, uh, true. I like that. Um, oh, even on like the younger uh, reading side, I thought like um, Vanestra or Vanestra got like a good little story arc with her. Burn, book. Yeah, that was good. Uh, every character out of there was you know, I, there wasn't a bad character in my opinion. I, I really liked everything out of the High Republic. I can't praise it enough. Yeah, even I, the. the the kids stuff, the young reader stuff. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, I, I told everybody on here, I made a mistake and got the young reader when I thought I was doing the, uh, you know, the teenage reader, but I still listened to it and I was very much a fan of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was good stuff. So very excited for that. Um, I know there's some casting stuff coming around the Acolyte. So that's, that's happening. We're getting a High Republic show at some, you know, probably within the next two years. And remind me, are is this going to be the reemergence of the Sith in the High Republic? Is that, is that what that? So it's a hundred years prior to the Phantom Menace, okay. and it is it is basically yeah the reemergence of the Sith, which we know the Phantom Menace is the true reemergence of the Sith. But I'm assuming that this is going to be more along the lines of uh, Darth Plagueis, maybe. Yeah, you know, Darth Plagueis coming. The dark, the the in between Darth Plagueis and Sidious storylines. Yeah, if I had to I guess, mean, that's what I'm gonna guess. But I mean, you never know. There could just, I mean, it just touch on certain things. I'm I'm gonna watch it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, um, it, you it, you could make up anything, and I'm gonna watch. I'm not gonna miss the Star Wars. I haven't met one I don't like yet. Yeah. Um, you know, there's been more talks about like casting for Ahsoka. Uh, we had already talked about Homeboy getting confirmed as Ezra, so that mm -hmm. one seems to be getting a lot more like love here lately. Which, uh, what, what he's only really been in the um, Aladdin movie, 
What, was it actually about? him? I can't, I can't remember it. I, I never saw that movie. Uh, I, I didn't either, man. Sorry. Hey, I, I saw the, the original animated one as a kid numerous times. Hmm. So they actually just announced the actual casting. Amon Esfandi. Um, he was most recently seen in King Richard in 2021. Um, and that's all I'm seeing. Oh, okay. So it wasn't the... I don't want to say this is the same person as... Um, that's in Aladdin, because I don't know that, so... Let, let me let me look. Filibuster for me for a second. Well, um, as we're doing that one, and talking about that, so... Have you seen on the shelves the Lolo, or, yeah, Lolo, uh toys and did you buy one for your child so i have seen the lola i have not i have not bought it um yeah it, it looks cool okay so he is it so one quick he's in the inspection king richard austin weird i am mckenzie clean break hostage 911 tightly wound um yeah so nothing nothing i've ever seen a lots lots of little short shorts you could have just said he's in a whole lot of shit you've never heard of. Yep, exactly. <laughs> he's in a whole bunch of stuff you never heard of. Um, and the so funny you... thing about it is, I wouldn't have known anything about King Richard. Not that I like. I'm sometimes I'm just removed from like pop culture. Same. But the only reason, but the only thing I know about that one is, um, Will Smith got to slap a man and get a or get an award afterwards. True. You know, for that so. movie. that's how I know about the movie. <laughs> like, yeah, what? he really is the king dick, isn't he? Um, so Lola, yes, I have seen it. Um, I haven't, I haven't pulled the trigger on it. It's, it's more of a, do I need it? And are these going to hang around till clearances? They're going to, that's my opinion on it. I, and I think it's a very cool little droid. I, I liked what we saw of it in the show, but yeah, don't need it. Um, It seems like a lot of like kind of like the more um, role playing stuff that we've been getting on shelves lately is just kind of like it's fun, but no, no. Yeah, it's not. I don't necessarily need it. I, I, hell, I don't need any of this shit, Heath. You and I both know that. Yeah. Um, but man, I think that's a good place to stop it. We're trying to get again, trying to get the uh, spotchka flowing here at the Cannon Cantina. Let's 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 not wait too long before the next one, man. Let's no, let's yeah. keep this going and and. You know, I would like to be full swing into Andor. That that's my goal. So we're what two weeks from Andor? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I'm happy to bring it back. Thanks for reigniting the the spark of the rebellion here. You know, giving me a shout. Hey, man, I know you're not doing shit this weekend. Let's record. <laughs> oh man, I know that's not the case. You just got like a little window here, and I had a little window, but I think it's time to get back to Dad and. Um, this has been fun. Love you, brother. And uh, yeah. I'll talk to you later. Ditto. Where, where can we find you at? Ordering toys on Instagram and with Dio. What did I order? It's um, generally a light listen that you might get confused halfway through on, but it's going. If you ever want a insight to my man Heath's thoughts and, and ramblings behind the wheel, uh, it is a fantastic listen. It is It is great. You're going to hear things you may not want to hear, but you're definitely going to hear a lot of things you should be hearing. 
So, Thank you. Love it. I, I, I love it, man. That's it is consistently one of the best shows. So uh Jerry Toys on Instagram. I'm I'm on shows here and there. So don't don't try to pin me down on any of those, man. You'll see me here and there. That's about it. But um till next time, this is the way. I've got the money. You will never find more wretched hives come and fill them.